A pretty quiet news week despite some dramatic price action. Let's explore why. Hello, I'm Crypto Casey and welcome to another episode of Crypto This Week. Every Sunday, we explore the latest global news stories affecting the crypto markets as well as the ever-changing macroeconomic environment of the world at large. Be sure to check out our sponsors, Afani, NordVPN, and Ledger. Protect your cell phone from SIM swapping attacks using Afani's secure mobile services. Protect your data, privacy, and crypto investments by using virtual private network services with NordVPN and protect your long-term crypto holdings with cold storage hardware wallets provided by Ledger. Check them all out by using the links in the description area below. Awesome, let's hit crypto this week. The most exciting thing that happened this week was a sudden crypto market drop that sent Bitcoin below 22,000. Here are three reasons why Bitcoin's drop to 21K in the market-wide sell-off could be worse than you think. First, the Bitcoin futures premium vanished. The fixed-month futures contracts usually trade at a slight premium to regular spot markets because sellers demand more money to withhold settlement for longer. According to the OKX and Darabit Bitcoin futures premium, the 9.7% negative swing on Bitcoin caused investors to eliminate any optimism using derivatives instruments. Second, leveraged buyers' liquidations exceeded $470 million. As depicted in this chart, the August 19th sell-off presented the highest number of buyers being forced into selling since June 12th. And third, margin traders were excessively bullish and destroyed. So basically, everyone that was bullish short-term and decided to gamble on the short-term future price of Bitcoin got wrecked. And you know who else is about to get wrecked? People that took out loans against their Bored Ape and CryptoPunk NFTs. Nearly $55 million worth of Bored Ape and CryptoPunks NFTs risk liquidation amid debt crisis. Many owners of Precious Bored Ape Yacht Club BAYC, and CryptoPunks non-fungible tokens NFTs, who use them as collateral to take out loans in Ether have failed to repay their debts. The situation could lead up to the NFT sector's first massive liquidation event. OpenSea volume is at the lowest point ever in the last 12 months, the analysts warned, adding, there's simply not enough volume to save these liquidations. It's inevitable. Hmm. Some good buy the dip opportunities soon for NFTs? Eh, I would personally tread very carefully, as this is the NFT space's first crypto winter. So we do not really know which projects will survive the bear market yet. This week, we got an update from the Fed. Bitcoin and crypto markets dip on release of Fed minutes. Inflation is still unacceptably high. The U.S. Central Banking Authority said in minutes from its July meeting. The Fed united on the need for higher rates, but divided over how high. And we've got one more Fed event before the end of the month that will likely affect both traditional and crypto markets. Fed's Powell to speak on August 26th at the Jackson Hole Conference. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell will address the annual Global Central Banking Conference in Jackson Hole, Wyoming on August 26th a highly anticipated speech that could signal how high U.S. borrowing costs may go and how long they will need to stay there to bring down soaring inflation. Savage Sven Henrik sums up the Federal Reserve's antics over the past two months nicely in this tweet. Bottom line, there is enough wishy-washy stuff in the Fed minutes to allow for the continued interpretation that the Fed will pause, not get to overly restrictive territory as they are worried about overdoing it. The result? ever more loosening financial conditions as opposed to tightening. Whether that's the correct interpretation remains to be seen, but they didn't sound all that firm and hawkish, rather seem to be waffling, and that's all the market needs to hear to continue ramping. 
New policy error in the making? Possibly. And speaking of Fed policies, this week, the Federal Reserve issued guidance for banks considering crypto activities. The U.S. Federal Reserve on Tuesday issued additional guidance for banks considering activities involving cryptocurrencies, emphasizing that firms must notify the Fed beforehand and make sure whatever they do is legally permitted. So yeah, just more wishy-washy vague statements. Unsurprising. There is another regulatory body taking some action on behalf of retail consumers this week. Crypto firm FTX gets warning from FDIC to stop misleading consumers about deposit protection. In addition to FTX US, the FDIC notified CryptoNews.com, CryptoSEC.info, SmartAsset.com, and FDICCrypto.com. The FDIC said the companies must take immediate corrective action to address these false or misleading statements. The agency said knowingly misrepresenting or implying that an uninsured product is FDIC insured is prohibited by the Federal Deposit Insurance Act. Now, this is definitely something we should have already known as crypto investors in the space, which is that none of the crypto you keep on an exchange, whether it's a token or a stablecoin, is insured by anything, especially the FDIC. If you are invested in crypto, the best way to utilize exchanges is by converting whatever amount of fiat into the crypto project you want to invest in and then transferring that crypto off of the exchange to hold in a cold storage hardware wallet. In the description area below, you can access the correct and official sites of my recommended hardware wallets. BC Vault is my personal favorite, and a more cost-effective option are the Ledger devices, so scroll down to check them out. Here's another thing we need to be mindful of with regard to crypto exchanges. Can exchanges create imaginary Bitcoin to dump the price? Crypto Platform Exec answers. One of the most substantial value propositions of Bitcoin is that no one can create more of it apart from its fixed supply. However, an executive from a crypto exchange made a bold claim that some exchanges can create and sell Bitcoin that's only in their system, not on the blockchain, to manipulate the market. According to the executive, if anyone wanted to dump the market, it's possible to go to an offshore exchange that does not go through financial audits and ask for $100 million worth of Bitcoin using $10 million of Tether as collateral. He explained that the exchange just adds these funds to the account creating these Bitcoins only in their system. They do not exist on the Bitcoin blockchain. The client or internal market-making team then sells these Bitcoins equivalent to $100 million, dumping the Bitcoin price on all exchanges. The CEO said that fighting and preventing these potential events requires stronger regulatory policies that are as comprehensive as the stock market. Zidanov highlighted that offshore exchanges must also be regulated in the same manner as tier one exchanges or have transactions between regulated and offshore exchanges be limited. With this, the executive believes that the market will be a better place for investors of all sizes. So even though a lot of people in the crypto space are anti-regulation, without any, obviously some big players have a ton of power to manipulate the market to the point where it's just a casino, where a limited number of Bitcoin or Ether doesn't even affect the price the way it should economically. Keeping this in mind, as the Ether merge approaches, more ways to manipulate the price of Ether have come into the picture, as CME Group adds to crypto offerings with Ether options. The exchange will allow traders to make bets and manage risk ahead of the Ethereum merge. So basically, they are allowing people to bet and gamble on the future price of Ether which, as we've discussed in previous videos, is Wall Street's way of treating an equity-based asset like a debt-based one. This could eventually cause an epic short squeeze issue. If not enough of the asset, like Ether, was on exchanges available for people in short positions to actually buy. Something like this, depending on how much leverage was in the market at the time, could have massive systemic effects across the global financial markets. Nice. 
Either way, this week, CryptoVC is back with a vengeance. Venture capital firms continue to pour billions into the crypto economy. This week saw the launch of two funds worth a combined $500 million. CoinFund launches $300 million early stage Web3 venture fund. Blockchain VC Shima Capital debuts with $200 million Web3 fund. It's not just crypto-focused VCs that are invested in blockchain. Some of the world's largest companies are also backing startups at the intersection of Web3 gaming, Bitcoin infrastructure solutions, and digital asset custody. According to Block Data, Samsung is the most active player in this space, having invested in 13 blockchain companies already. Google parent Alphabet has made strategic investments in Fireblocks, Dapper Labs, Voltage, and Digital Currency Group. Meanwhile, Morgan Stanley has thrown its weight behind Figment and New York Digital Investment Group. And people still think this blockchain stuff is just a fad? Sweet. Well, one final note before we wrap up. People have been losing tons of money from SIM swapping attacks. And crypto investors are especially a target. So it's important for us to be mindful of these scams and take steps to protect ourselves. Afani is a secure mobile phone service that guarantees 100% protection against SIM swaps, as well as fake towers, eavesdropping, location tracking, spam calls, spam texts, and malware. They are based in the United States. And if peace of mind knowing you will never become a victim of SIM swap isn't amazing enough, if by some crazy chance you do become a victim of a SIM swap, your secure mobile service with Afani comes with $5 million worth of insurance coverage to protect you from any financial losses you experience from a SIM hack. And when you choose to secure your phone and financial assets with Afani, it is typically only about $10 to $30 more per month than your regular cell phone service. All of their plans come with a 100% money-back guarantee for the first 60 days, so there's no risk to you for two months if you decide to give them a go. So if you want to check out Afani, scroll down to the description area below and use this link to access their correct and official site, or feel free to use the QR code displayed on the screen. Awesome. Well, that was Crypto This Week with me, Crypto Casey. If you enjoyed the episode, please make sure to like this video, subscribe to the channel, and click the bell notification to stay up to date on all of the latest videos. So do you think this crash can go further over the coming months? What do you think Powell will say at the upcoming August 26th Jackson Hole Conference? Are you transferring crypto to hold for the long term to a hardware wallet? Let me know in the comments below. Be safe out there.